Original content. content. Compelling discussions. Audio on demand. This is a Podcast 225 production. Welcome to the We BR Podcast, Women Empowering Baton Rouge. This podcast is an initiative of Mayor Sharon Westenbroom's Women's Advancement Commission. Welcome. This is Mayor Sharon Weston Broom, and you are listening to the We BR Podcast, an initiative of my Women's Advancement Commission. Our show will air the first and third Wednesday of each month. We invite you to listen and subscribe to our podcast by visiting podcast225.com or by listening through the Apple Podcast app. Today, I am joined by my stellar co-host, Summer Stibe, a Women's Advancement Commission member and the director of the LSU Women's Center. Thanks, Mayor. Always a, a pleasure to get to do these with you and get to meet our fabulous guests. And today we are joined by Kim Fossey. She's a STEM education advocate and strategist. Uh, Kim engages in a wide range of community activities to increase the chances that kids of color and kids from poverty can equally compete and succeed in our ever-changing workforce. Her work focuses particularly on exposing girls to exciting STEM career opportunities. Always much appreciated for that. Kim started her career in Louisiana, serving as a K-12 educator and continued at LSU. She's coached faculty to incorporate technology into their teaching. Uh, Kim came back to Baton Rouge recently in 2015, and she's advocated for high-quality STEM education through community engagement uh, and partnerships. And through that, she served thousands of students in our community. So welcome, Kim. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. And welcome home. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, So, Kim, first start by telling us about your journey and how you came to do this magnificent work in Baton Rouge. I'm really impressed with your, your, your vision and your mission. Well, thank you. Well... Uh, I started actually as a speech therapist, (laughs) believe it or not. Um, I graduated from LSU, committed to, you know, helping kids with speech and language problems. Um, I think that's where I learned my problem-solving skills and uh, things that I enjoy to do today. But um, as I was along that, on that path, you know, which most people know, it's not a straight one. um, You know, I really learned how to use the power of technology to, you know, help kids and to also, you know, help teachers learn how to use this powerful tool. So over the years and K-12 and two universities later, you know, I really, you know, enjoyed my work with educational technology and easily slipped into the role of advocate for STEM education, Mm -hmm. which includes technology, but also very importantly, engineering as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Doing lots of work throughout Texas with, you know, kids of all ages, colors, gender. I, I, you know, returned to Baton Rouge where I was raised and have spent really all of my working time either volunteering or working towards you know increasing stem interest in in kids particularly girls well that is certainly um uh, a very impressive track that you've had and more than impressive it for me it shows your your concern um for your community that's what's really connecting with me what's the greatest lesson that you've learned in your career well, I think uh, at my age, <laughs> I've had a lot of challenges. What I've do you moved mean at a your lot. Age? <laughs> 
Age well, is a state of mind. That's right? what I'm yeah. talking oh, about. Yeah. That's why I have a smile on my face. I'm comfortable with it. Um, I would have to say uh, challenges. Um, I've moved around a lot. My my husband was a professor, so just when I would get comfortable with one thing, we would move. However, you know, the opportunity to, um, you know, join a new organization and meet some new challenges, it was always very empowering to me. So um, often some of the jobs that I would uh, be attracted to would be ironically ones that had a big challenge let's say for example oh start up this new distance learning project or we're going to be doing um we need some new tools to be checking on how schools are doing developing stem or you have it it was always something that was a brand new position so in other words i had to create the position i had to create the momentum Mm. i had to and and also had to get results so i think that you know i i learned over over the years that challenge although might be frightening uh, and doing something new mm-hmm. might be frightening mm-hmm. however it's a great opportunity to uh for positive growth mm-hmm. and I'm, i mean over the years that's what i've seen one challenge after the other mm-hmm. has kind of made me who i am today yeah yeah i feel um i really empathize with you there <laughs> i i certainly feel like that in many aspects of my own um, own life. So I know you have a lot that you've experienced that you've been a part of on this journey. And so when you think about the things you're most proud of, what comes to your mind? Well, I do think that many of the initiatives and things I feel pretty powerful and empowered by are difficult things. They're change. Mm-hmm. And often it's either trying to get um, you know, staff people to understand that you have to move, you have to change to move forward, or it's getting some people to do things that they've never done before and to get out of their comfort zone, mm-hmm. like whether it's using technology or whether it's learning how to code or whether it's trying to solve a problem that you might have no background in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all possible, and it's all possible to grow through that experience as well. So when I came back to Baton Rouge and I thought, oh my gosh, I've seen all of these exciting STEM activities happening throughout the state Mm -hmm. of Texas. Mm -hmm. And um, I just came back and I thought, we've got to do this. We've got to change the minds. We've got to change some mindsets. And it might be frightening for some people to say, oh, you know what? I'm going to teach some girls how how to engineer things, or I'm going to teach some, you know, young, you know, poor kids how to, how to, how to code so that they can be programmers. And I just accepted that challenge, and I've I've been trying to convince people ever since. And I think that I've made, I think I've made some headway. So it's that big issue of you know how do I change mindsets? Uh, how do I help a, a community understand that the only way we're going to get there is for us to open up our eyes and work together? And basically, that's what I've devoted my time to to doing. It's basically community at activism, uh, advocacy. But no matter how you um, look at it, it's about convincing things, convincing people to do things that would be good for the community. And it's always a challenge. Yeah. Tell me about it. (laughs) I'm sure you understand. I was listening because I was listening to you when you were, you know, talking about uh, trying to get people to change. Mm their way of thinking and I was going to ask you do you have a formula for that we were on the same page because I was going to ask you know 
there's so much research mm-hmm. and there's books and who moved my cheese and who did oh, this yeah. that we are very change adverse. Um, get on the bus. Right. Get all off of those the bus. Things. So, <laughs> yeah. So what's your formula? What's your yeah. secret to success with getting folks to engage in, in change? Okay. So for the first primarily i believe in what i'm doing yeah i've seen it i've witnessed kids Mm -hmm. change and grow um you know based on a different way of teaching and learning and interacting Mm -hmm. with them so i mean i believe in the approach and i do have an approach i mean i believe that kids need to be mentored and coached and they need to be believe that they're also a teacher um so i believe in in problem solving i believe in um you know mentors Mm, and so so it's something that you know first of all i believe in Mm -hmm. second of all is that you know along this journey i'm not going to leave you stranded um you know i might come on pretty strong some people you know confuse the name fussy fussy with fussy <laughs> or pushy um but uh anyway i, I might be are all those things, you know right? i might be but um i'm pretty relentless and i will do my homework and I will hold your hand. I promise you. And I think it's about trust. I think that once I've had an opportunity to drag a new, let's say, volunteer or mentor into a situation, like we had a, we hosted a girls' hackathon for high school girls in November, mm-hmm. and people were saying, "Oh, I don't know how to code. I don't know how to do engineering. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't." I went, "Come and join us, and you will see the difference." And um, you know, and they did come. And I did hold their hand. And they're so proud and empowered and aren't afraid anymore. So a lot of this is about fear. A lot of it is about getting outside your comfort zone. However, if there's somebody that's trying to build momentum, Mm -hmm. you know, in a community, um, I think you have to be there with them. You have to do your homework and hold their hand. Yeah, that's good. That's good advice. Speaking of advice, um, this is Women's History Month, March. So uh, what advice do you have for other women, uh, women who may be working in the STEM space, not STEM space, women who have a a vision for their lives, um, women who just want to make a difference? Um, uh, what, what advice do you have for other women? Well, I do, um, you know, I'll, I'll kind of repeat myself here. I think that I think women need to understand that that change is good and challenges are good and positive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that that I've had a lot of different challenges, both personal and professional, over the years, mm-hmm. and they make me who I am today. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I was one of five children, and I pretty much like operated under the radar. Uh, you know, this, <laughs> sort of afraid of all the action going on in my mm-hmm. house. But, but you know, I just learned to, um, you know take reins in my own life and 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 be in control of my own life but not being afraid of of a good challenge um celebrating the feeling of problem solving and bringing people together for a purpose and a cause is well worth all the butterflies in your stomach and
and some of the rejection you might have because rejection is a part of this work um, building momentum um, any kind of um, mindset in the community you're going to have a lot of rejection you're going to have a lot of people that doubt you um, I think you need to surround yourself with with other women that have faced some challenges and and know that we we're, we're all in this together um, anytime we have an idea for um, another uh, girls are going to a girls event or even you know boys and girls event you know i gather around you know a a a big group of people who i know they're enthusiastic and we keep each other going Mm -hmm. you know even when oh there's nobody registered Mm -hmm. (laughs) well you know we keep pumping each other up and you know so i do think that you know building a a critical mass of people and friends Mm -hmm. who can be supportive and understand where you're coming from and then also, you know, celebrate with those people as well, because we all know there's a lot of mountains to climb, yeah. and, and really it's not so so fun doing it by yourself. So knowing that, you know, you're not alone, I think, is a big piece, but not being afraid to, to push yourself and not being don't be afraid to, you know, enlist the help of others. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of people willing to help. Yeah, that's great advice. That's great advice. Now, I'm going to toss this to summer to ask our fun question yes so uh we've done the serious stuff right talked about leadership and Mm -hmm. goals and all of that so now the fun part if you had a guest in town for 24 hours where would you take them and what would you do okay where would i um (laughs) you know i generally start with the river I mean, to me, I wish people, I mean, I don't always hear enough about Mm. the pride in in our river, our resource that's running right, right beside our, our city. It's, it's just an amazing resource. I love nature. I'm, I'm driven by nature. I'm uh, relaxed by nature. I think it's, um, I think it's an amazing resource and I hope that, we continue to um you know improve the environment around the river and the uses of the river Mm -hmm. as well as you know protect the river i'm really concerned about um you know not only the mississippi river but where it empties in Mm -hmm. to the gulf and how much um you know i'm not an environmental scientist by any means but it is just heartbreaking to see what we have allowed to happen to our gulf coast and um i I just matter of fact this is a challenge we've even given to kids to try to solve so again how do we raise awareness you know in our own community about this amazing resource but also enjoy it like go to po'boy lloyd's which the po'boy lloyd's um the, the man that owns that um cafe i don't know if he was telling me a story or whatever but i asked him one day i said what makes this 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 bread so delicious i mean he has the most fabulous french bread that he makes po'boys with he says oh we use you know mississippi river water <laughs> let's hope that was a joke I right think joke. i think it was a joke i th- think it was a joke. No, I, I think he's put a, a, a disclaimer on yeah. that yeah. one, right? Yeah. Tall th- tales from Po' Boy Lloyd's? Yes. <laughs> right. But I think he says, oh, no, I think it's from the bread's from New Orleans or something. But anyway, um, so, yeah, just right there. And you don't have to go to a fancy restaurant. And you can see the power, you know, that, you know, just a, a place that's just good and friendly and happy and lively. If you're lucky, someone will be playing some music. 
um, you know, but there are many things to do that are free. And to see our nature, to see our environment, to see, you know, friendly um, people, oh, this, you know, I just love it. Yeah. Uh, whenever you're talking about the coast and the river and what have you, reminded me, um, the International Space Station just came over our area this week, I believe. And uh, there were some pictures that are being released of the of the coast and of what that looks like um, from space. So maybe that'll re-energize people to continue that conversation about the value of our coast and the critical importance of protecting it and how that has a chain effect Mm -hmm. um, all through the country and all through the world, really. Right. And that's something that in terms of the work that we've done, particularly with girls Mm -hmm. as well as boys, we always pick a problem solving theme. We don't just, you know, bring girls into the room or for an event all day so that they can just, you know, make light of of STEM and all the, you know, Mm -hmm. science, et cetera. We're not doing science experience experiments. What we're basically doing is presenting a problem Mm -hmm. that they have to solve. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether they know where a single thing about the in the the gulf coast or if they know a single thing about um you know the topic they can use their own interests their own curiosity and their and an own, their own little team that they form to research it and to you know come up with a, a, a solution to that problem and it's very very empowering and we've really enjoyed that work excellent well, I'll come tag along whenever you're doing your, your 24 hours and we can go and eat pool boys and enjoy the river. <laughs> great, great, great. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Kim. And to our listeners, thank you for turning in or not turning, but tuning. You might be turning too <laughs> uh, into the We Be Our podcast and initiative of my Women's Advancement Commission. Now, our show will air the first and third Wednesday of each month, and we invite you to listen and subscribe to our podcast by visiting podcast225.com or by listening through the Apple Podcast app. Thanks for listening to the We Be Our podcast. Women Empowering Baton Rouge. This podcast is an initiative of Mayor Sharon Weston Broom's Women's Advancement Commission.